The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Beach Corner with Diana Chickie is sponsored by Exchanging Vows Bridal Boutique in Collingwood, Ontario. Visit exchangingvowsbridalboutique.com for all your wedding and formal wear needs. Hi, I'm Carrie Azara, author from Boston, Massachusetts, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio. I'm Diana Chicky with Beach Corner on BeachBoosterRadio.com, your backstage pass for all your entertainment. I recently connected with author Carrie Azara via Stage 32, and I'm delighted to have Carrie join me via Skype from Boston, Massachusetts. He published two fiction books titled Uncommon Heroes and Cars and Haley's Gift and Eight Other Extraordinary Tales, and still forthcoming The Lottery Curse and Caitlin's Mooring. His background is business and social sciences. He is a marketing professional with over 20 years of experience, two grad degrees, and now a published author. Influenced by Kurt Vonnegut, Mark Twain, and David McCulloch, Carrie has produced numerous articles, reports, and books. Over the years, his experiences have inspired him to write short stories. We often hear writers write. However, Carrie writes for the joy of sharing his ideas and stories. Carrie will discuss some of his books and how he became an author. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Carrie Azara via Skype from Boston, Massachusetts. You're listening to Beach Corner, brought to you by Exchanging Val's Bridal Boutique in Collingwood on Beach Booster Radio, with Saga Beach's only truly local radio. Hi, this is Andrew McNeil, Director of Economic Development and Tourism for the Town of Osaga Beach, and you are listening to Beach Booster Radio. You're listening to Beach Corner on BeachBoosterRadio.com. Today on the show via Skype from Boston, Massachusetts, is author Carrie Azara. I connected with Carrie via Stage 32. Carrie published two fiction books titled Uncommon Heroes and Cars and Haley's Gift and Eight Other Extraordinary Tales and still to come, The Lottery Curse and Caitlin's Mooring. His background is business and social science. Welcome to Beach Corner, Carrie. Thank you. I'm glad, very pleased, pleased to be here. So many thanks for connecting via Stage32.com, which is an amazing form of like-minded people networking worldwide. You have an incredible work history, so can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Well, I'd be happy to, um, and I agree. Stage32 is quite an incredible platform. Um, my work history is pretty varied. I've had a number of different careers, actually, over the years. Um, most recently, I've been working as a market researcher and uh, uh, marketing, uh, in particular, online marketing guru, if, you, if I can use that term. And um, perhaps more recently than that... Uh, is a, a new career in, in fiction writing. And, and with your background in business and social sciences, what made you decide to write? Well, my background in business and social sciences really, I mean, I have two graduate degrees in the social sciences. I did a lot of work in the high-tech industry uh, in doing uh, marketing research. Um, and over the years, uh, you know, I've collected a, a lot of experiences uh, from that and other positions I've had, other jobs I've had. And um, I decided to write. It, it didn't really, you know, happen like like a thunderstorm. It was very, you know, incremental. Um, 
I was actually trying to sell a couple of uh, vintage cars, and I had I had um, uh, read a report that said hey, if you uh, and I was doing it on eBay, and it said if you write a story about the items that you're you're um, trying to sell, you will increase the number of views. And I figured, well, the more views, the better, you know, the better likelihood of, of selling the cars. So I actually did that, and I, I did. I got thousands of views for two different cars that I was um, trying to sell. And, you know, I love, I love uh, vintage automobiles. And so I wrote the stories, and, uh, and then I had, over the course of, of you know, uh, 30 years or so, I've had a number of different cars. I started to write stories about other cars. And my family said to me, you know, those are pretty good. Maybe you should put a, together a collection. And in addition to cars, I, I've had a number of dogs in my life. And um, so that became another theme. And before I knew it, I had 10 or 12 stories. Um, and I decided, well, let's go all the way with this. And I was getting good positive feedback from not only family, but, but some acquaintances and some uh, colleagues of mine. Um, and it just developed uh, over time. So what do you find most challenging when writing? To be honest, the editing process is the most challenging. The writing is actually quite fun. And, you know, the creative part is, is really the joy, of, you know, for, for me as an author. But um, then you have to edit it because it has to be, you know, it has to be as pristine as, as possible. And, and quite frankly, I'll be, I'll be upfront about this, full disclosure, there are a couple of errors in Uncommon Heroes and Cars. So, you know, if you find them, let me know, you, you know, anything you find. I'm going to uh, work toward a second edition um, of that book and, and the next book, hopefully getting out those, those few errors and also embellishing the stories a bit over time. Nice. So do you have a favorite author? Well, I have to say that um, Mark Twain probably would be my most favorite author. Um, but I also like um, uh, Kurt Vonnegut and um, you know, other, other authors. I, I like, um, uh, I think his name is McCullen. Um, he does nonfiction. And uh, he, recently, he recently wrote a book about the Wright brothers, which I thought was fascinating. Oh, good. So you got some incredible books. So let's begin with Uncommon Heroes and Cars, which you're mentioning. How did you come up with so many stories? Well, it took a while. Uh, you know, um, and as I said, I started with some stories about the cars. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I just found inspiration in different places. Um, uh, my wife and I, you know, we, we donate uh, to the uh, uh, Wounded Warriors uh, Project. And um, they sent us a calendar, and in the calendar there were a couple of you know uh, soldiers that were highlighted. One was uh, somebody who had lost part of his leg, but he still uh, decided that he wasn't going to let that stop him, and he was going to um, drive his favorite car, which was a Cobra uh, Roadster. Mm. And uh, I was inspired by you know just his courage, and so I decided not to write about him per se, you know, uh, but use him as a, as a starting point for you know a soldier coming back from um, from. Uh, Iraq in this case, and uh, you know the the process of him getting his cobra. But uh, in the story, it's it's his friends and and um, uh, and, and colleagues that you know uh, make that happen for him. So, how long does it take for you to write a book? Uh, well, the the book I'm I'm you know, currently working on, which is uh, Caitlin's Mooring, started in um, April of last year. Mm -hmm. I was at a conference with other authors. I was having lunch with a bunch of them. Uh, we were talking, yakky yak. Um, and some of them, one person in particular, started telling me this story about her and her son and her great-grand, or his great-grandfather. And 
um, when I got home, I started writing notes about, you know, the relationship between, uh, you know, a child, in this case, uh, her son was about six or seven years old, and, you know, skipping a couple of generations and great-grandfather. And for various reasons, there was no father or grandfather in between. So they had this special bond that they created. And um, I thought, gee, that's, that's, a, that's a great start for, you know, th- uh, story and that's how Caitlin's morning developed over time so are the stories based on your experiences for the uncommon heroes and cars uh, yes well, a number of, actually there are some stories there that are based on actual events uh, albeit uh, a little embellished uh, to make the stories a little more interesting um, there's a story about uh, uh, a car that I once owned that uh, burst into flames while I was driving it and uh, that actually did happen um, and uh, so the story is it does is based in, in you know a, a real event, uh, again a little embellished story about uh, taking a trip to um, uh, Nova Scotia and uh, a family trip with a, with our family van. That story also quite embellished, but um, I made myself a hero in that one. Nice. And, uh, and, and, you know, there, there's a story, you know, for example, there's a story about one of the dogs we've, we've had. It was an American bulldog. And the story is actually told in the point of view of the dog. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we actually had that dog and everything in that story actually did happen. One of the comments from a reviewer said, a daily dose of inspiration is always something that I'm looking for and found a fantastic source of it in Carrie Azara's Uncommon Heroes and Cars. What comes to mind when you read this? That, that, really, that really gave me great joy. I mean, that's exactly what I was hoping to, you know, to provide was just a little inspiration because the stories are not about heroes that you know other than perhaps the soldier you know uh, that we talked about um that are you know really really heroes they're you know in, in the big sense they're they're uncommon heroes in the sense that they do some extraordinary things and and you know but they're they're not going to be uh, you know uh, interviewed by you on radio for what they've done you know they're 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 everyday people and mm-hmm. but they rise to the occasion you know so um there's a story about a boy there who um whose uh, friend gets injured and, and while they're in a pickup football game for a variety of reasons he ends up driving even though he's not old enough to drive doesn't have a license he ends up driving his dad's uh mgb uh and taking the, his friend to the emergency room and and by doing so saved his life Nice. Well, joining me today via Skype is Carrie Azara, author from Boston, Massachusetts. You're listening to Beach Corner on BeachBoosterRadio.com. Is your new or existing business looking for recognition in Wasaga Beach? Beach Booster Group is your one-stop shop for all things local, all things promotional. Beach Booster will succeed in creating a complete local promotional package that can include high-profile outdoor, print, and radio promotion of your business and services. Beach Booster's community events offer additional opportunity for visible participation of your company in the Wasaga Beach area. Beach Booster Promotions also specializes in all types of promotional products and apparel to help you create your local and professional profile. Contact us at info at beachbooster.com or call 705-241-9762. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Beach Booster. 
Welcome back to Beach Corner on BeachBoosterRadio.com with my guest via Skype from Boston, Massachusetts, author Carrie Azara. So in Haley's Gift and Eight Other Extraordinary Tales, what inspired you to write stories highlighting extraordinary people? Well, uh, you know, having finished the, the book with Uncommon Heroes and Cars, I decided I wanted to do something where the stories were a little longer. Uh, you know, those stories are quite short. And, um, and that was a comment I've gotten from a number of people saying, well, it's great, but the stories are kind of short. <laughs> I thought, okay. So um, I decided to make all the stories in the next book uh, of a novella or novelette length. And, um, and these stories really are from my imagination. There, is, there aren't any stories in this book that come from, you know, an actual person that I know. Or, but they are, you know, from take, kind of taken from the headlines, if you will. So if there's, a, you know, there's a story about a, geni- a boy who's a genius. And, you know, there's lots of, of stories um, and, and uh, TV shows about uh, people who are geniuses, boy, kids that are geniuses. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, um, you know, there's a story in there about a fire, a firehouse, and you know, who doesn't love a story about you know firemen, courageous firemen? And I decided, well, that's a you know good good place to go. And you know, we've heard a lot about you know people being stuck in poverty and and how hard it is to be a single parent. And so I wrote a story about a woman who struggled uh, as a single parent, and and she. Came up with a pretty creative way to, you know, get her life back on track. Um, and maybe some, some people have actually said, well, I don't really like the way she solved that problem for him. I said, well, that's, that's fine. You don't have to like it. Um, it's, it's fiction. You know? mm-hmm. So, um, but I wanted to highlight, you know, again, people who are faced with, with various challenges in life and come up with, you know, uh, with, with solutions. Some of them are, you know, in my opinion, you know, pretty extraordinary. Um, the, uh, the lead story, which is the title of the book, uh, Haley's Gift, is about a young girl, 15 years old, living in New Mexico, who actually does have kind of a superpower, if you will. She has an extraordinary gift, and that gift is that she can communicate um, with the wild animals in the, in the wilderness. Along with, along with her ability uh, you know, comes a relationship she develops with uh, an Apache elder. Um, and being one-eighth Apache herself, she has a kinship. And so I like the story because it, it both highlights their um, really wonderful relationship and her, you know, extraordinary talents. Very nice. Well, you've got another one called The Lottery Curse, which is an editing. So this book sounds really interesting, especially with the recent winners of the U.S. Super Powerball Lottery. What do you hope to convey to your readers? Well, a couple of things. I mean, first of all, if, if you are lucky enough to have a windfall, not necessarily from a lottery, but any kind of windfall of cash, uh, the book definitely, I think, would be a, a serious heads up on what not to do and, 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 and perhaps what to do. Um, so, it, there, again, this is a collection of stories, in this case, novellas. So there are four of, four um, stories in the book. Um, and it's, it's they're quite long, so the, the total page count, I'm not sure what the page count will be, the total word count is over 90,000 words, so it's a good sized mm-hmm. novel, yeah. and um, so I hope to, you know, hope to convey to, you know, to anyone who might be lucky enough to get a windfall, to, you know, look at, look at the situation they're in, in light of, you know, people who have made some serious mistakes, and some of the things that, are, you know, have been highlighted in the book in terms of errors that people make in their judgments, so really do come from the, you know, from the, the, the headlines, um, uh, I, I looked at a lot of the cases, uh, and, you know, that were in the news, and and extracted, you know, the, the some some, and of course, again, embellished those things, you know, with the character development and so forth. Um, uh, 
so that's one thing. And the other is, I think it's you know just just very entertaining, you know, to, to you know kind of be a, a voyeur, if you will, of, of what happens to a person who happens to be that lucky or. You know, to win all but, this money, to win all that money, and then you know, but is it really is it really a blessing or is it really a curse? And and for these folks, it by and large, I mean, it's a couple of people do come out of the uh, uh, serious situations they get themselves into, and and manage to you know each out eke out a, a a bit of a decent life, but they go through a lot of trials and tribulations in the process. So, do you know someone who has won the lottery? You know, I don't, um, but I, I am uh, a member, I was a member of a, a fraternity back in back in the day, and about eight of us, uh, fraternity brothers, um, got together, and, and we buy tickets every every uh, so often as a, as a group, and that's about as close as I've gotten to, and, we, you know, we've won a little bit of money, you know, I think the last, last year, I think we won $84. Oh, nice. Know. Yeah, full disclosure. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, I haven't, I haven't actually uh, met anybody who's it's been that fortunate. So should you win such an amount? Do you feel you would be cursed? I feel I've got a really good education about what to do and what not to do. So I don't think I'd be cursed. I, I think, you know, I, I would uh, do some smart things that uh, other people perhaps hadn't, haven't done. Um, but many have. I mean, you know, and, and the first thing I would do is, is uh, hire a financial advisor. And I have a couple of people in mind already, just in case. <laughs> for you. So your latest book, Caitlin's Mooring, you mentioned is nearly finished. So tell us about the story. Well, as I mentioned earlier, it, it derived from, you know, basically a conversation I was having with uh, a fellow author. And she was talking about, and you know, her, she was just talking about, you know, her son and and. and so it is. It is a story that's that's inspired by a real a real person, a real story. I won't mention any names. Mm-hmm. And but I, and I and I so I came up with this idea that okay, there's a relationship between a a, a great grandfather and, and his great grandson. And well, how does that how does it occur that there is this this you know two generation gap in the family? So the story revolves around how that occurs and the relationship between these two people and um, even after the great-grandfather passes on he be- he's continues to be a very important part of that person you know the the that that boy's life um that man's life mm-hmm. it is because it does you know uh, spanned over a number of years and it actually covers five generations of this this uh, fictional family that lives in um, owl's nest maine and when do you think this will be completed well, um, I'm hoping the editing will be uh, – uh, the, the editing process will start soon, pretty much ready to, to hand it off to my, uh, to my uh, content editor. And then it depends on how long that takes, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to push hard to make sure this book is available for uh, the, the holiday season this year. Oh, it would be a great gift. So what do you have planned for the future? Uh, well, as, uh, as I've said to my wife, um, the real problem is – Picking which next project to do, I've got a lot of great ideas, and um, one of the one of the ideas I have actually, again, based on on not a, not going to be based on my dad's life, but it is it is it, I did get a jump start, if you will, in the story creation um, from some of his uh, memories. Okay. Um, he's ninety years old and um, uh, still kicking, still doing real well, and uh, he. Uh, he, he was just telling me some things that he remembered when he was a child growing up in, in Brooklyn, New York. And one of the things he remembered was a, was a, uh, a scene where the 
Clydesdales were, were coming down a cobblestone street making a racket just after the, the you know the uh, prohibition had been lifted and um, you know the the beer barrels were and um, just he was just describing the scene and so I have a, a whole story revolving around a family that um, is living in the depression time, era and um, in this particular scene um, I'll I think I can tell people um, you're trying to hide a bit here yeah, <laughs> you I don't, don't want to I, you know, say too much. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 yeah. I won't do a spoiler. Uh, you'll have to <laughs> Keep wait. us guessing. Keep us you'll guessing. To, you'll have to wait for the book. Right? That's right. So, where can we purchase your books and find more information? Well, the books are certainly available uh, on Amazon. It's probably the easiest and quickest way to uh, to find them and purchase them and and read a blurb about them. The uh, you know they're on they're on other other uh, online resources too. Smashwords and a bunch of other places. Kobo. Um, or Kobo, I think that's I forget Kobo, how it's pronounced. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and I do have you know my own uh, uh, site, but um, I think most most people are comfortable going to Amazon. That's what I would recommend. If you type my if you type my name, you know, Carrie Azara into the into the search and and hit the button. Um, you'll find everything. There's a few other things that are there as well. Well, thank you, Carrie, for being my guest and wishing you continued success with your writing and upcoming publications. Well, thank you, Diana. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about the books and, and you know, what I've been up to. It's, uh, it's a pleasure talking with you. You're listening to Beach Corner on BeachBoosterRadio.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this break. Hi, this is Gary Sarantola, chair of the Wasaga Film Festival. You're listening to Beach Booster Radio. Well, this is a wrap for me. I would like to thank Harry Azara for being my guest and wish him continued success with his upcoming books. You can purchase Carrie's books via Amazon.com. With Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, I'm Diana Chicky. Beach Corner now available on podcast with a new weekly show anytime from our new Beach Booster Radio podcast page. Simply click the podcast button from our homepage to enjoy our unique and local programming. Beach Corner is a regular feature in Beach Booster Publication. If you would like to be featured on Beach Corner, please contact Diana at BeachBooster.com. I welcome your visit to my Facebook and Twitter pages. Bye-bye, everyone. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.